Hey everybody, it's Microphones of Madness. I'm Rodney, and over there, Steve. Hey. Hey, we might sound a little bit different now. We've had to make some adjustments since uh, Google decided to stop uh, supporting Hangouts on yeah. YouTube there. Uh, yeah, but today we are talking about City Hunter, a Jackie Chan movie from 19... <laughs> Uh, 93? 1993, wow. I'm going to say 1993, because that's stuck in my mind. Yeah. Um, Jackie Chan has been involved in some of the most beloved kung fu films ever, uh, Legend of Drunken Master. I was right, 1993. Uh... Snake and Eagle Shadow, you know, the longest in fight in history. This is not one of those films. <laughs> no, it isn't. Um, just a little background. City Hunter was a manga. Mm -hmm. um, and also, and this is after the Jackie Chan movie, it is a K-drama that Ryan has been trying to get me to watch forever. Mm -hmm. Which is probably why it stood out as a uh, name. Right. Uh, was was there an anime for City Hunter as well? Yes, yes. It's been adapted a number of, to a number of different animes. Now, have you read the manga? Nope. Nope. Okay, so there's no idea of whether the tone that the film went with is matches with the anime at all, or the manga. Um, I, yeah, I, I have no idea. All right, hope, so yeah, we're just kind of we're just kind of watching this uh, without all the full background information. Yeah, but well, we're watching it as a Jackie Chan film, right? Mainly, right? But just so you know, it's not like it doesn't exist in a vacuum. It, it is based on like a quote unquote beloved or at least popular um, cultural phenomenon. Now, I will say that City Hunter is actually on Chan's uh, least favorite list. This is this is his own project that he is the least fond of, and and, and this is a man who was in Shanghai Nights. Because <laughs> Shanghai Nights probably paid more. Yeah, probably they had a slightly bigger budget. Um, yeah, and there's the, a lot of stuff going on here. Horrible. Right, there's a lot of stuff going on here that's not typical for a Jackie Chan film. There is wire work um, that you don't usually see. Um, there is a lot of the actors are not also stunt people. There are stunt doubles in a lot of the scenes. Yeah, and there's the, um, he doesn't provide his own dub, which is no. really weird. Usually you watch a, a, a dub Jackie Chan film and he, he does his own voice because he, you know, he speaks English. Right. Um, not this one. And the guy who did his voice, um, it, it, I never got used to it, to be honest with you. Yeah, it, it does not it fit like, with Jackie Chan at all. It's like a thorn constantly on my side when I'm expecting Jackie Chan's voice and I hear this guy's like high squeaky voice. Right. And you just don't expect Jackie Chan to be mm -hmm. talking in a high squeaky voice. Right. Well, even the actors who are speaking English, uh, Richard Norton is in this, and he's been in uh, in several martial arts films. Uh, he's an Australian actor. Yeah, well, he I think and, he, wasn't he in uh, 
a number of Jackie Chan films as mm-hmm. as the heavy. Right, he was in a number of Jackie Chan films. He was in a number of uh, Cynthia Rothrock films. Uh, he's just kind of all. He's he's always there, and he's usually a villain or like the anti-hero type character. Um, and he is speaking English throughout this film, and they dub him as well. With a voice that doesn't really sound like the actor portraying it. It's, it is Shaw Brothers level dubbing. Yeah, it's really weird. And I believe, if, if Wikipedia is to be trusted, um, part of it was, was filmed at Shaw Brothers um, soundstage. Yeah, the, the casino scenes with the television bank of monitors and stuff like that was actually Shaw Brothers Studios. Um, for those of you who haven't seen this movie, who might be thinking of seeing this movie... It is on Amazon and it is free. It's free on Amazon Prime. Um, Amazon Prime, not a sponsor of Microphones Madness. It is a... Tex Avery cartoon come to life. <laughs> it really, it, it definitely has its moments. I mean, you know, it's it's really strange how it's put together. Um, you know, Jackie Chan's character of City Hunter, that's that's his name. Right. Uh, you know, the, and people, you know, he calls himself Hunter, but, you know, everybody calls him City or City Hunter, which is a weird character name. Uh it's he's not necessarily violent. He's one of those characters who, in a cartoon fashion, will usually shoot the guns out of your hands first, or shoot your hat off your head, like or uh, shoot the trigger from your gun, right? Or shoot the trigger off your gun, some some kind of crazy trick shot like that. He does kill people, um, and uh, but the terrorists in this movie, the the villains, the they worst just, terrorists ever. The, they are the worst terrorists ever, but they just straight up murk people. Like as soon as they come on the camera, <laughs> just, just for the hell of it, just random ass people. There's there's actually a there's a scene where Jackie Chan and the Japanese uh, guy's daughter mm-hmm. are running down a hallway on the ship after having surprised one of the terrorists, and uh, there's a couple in the hall. And the terrorist runs down, shooting at Chan, walks by a guy, kind of does and kind of doesn't point his gun, and ends up shooting him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah, just random civilians just, just dead. Yeah, just uh, bam. No, no reason. And, and, and their whole, I guess, the, the terrorists uh, have taken over this um, casino ship. Mm-hmm. Right? It, you know, one of those huge... Traveling hotel ships, like Carnival Cruises or whatever, right? And um, their their plan is to empty the wallets of all the rich people on the sh- on the boat. Mm-hmm. That that's their big plan. It's like you know, Captain Cold rumbling into the casino. Right. Well, they're planning on <laughs> they're planning on kidnapping the millionaires themselves and taking them to Thailand. But but they change their mind and decide to go for just your standard your standard. Put your watches robbery. in the bag. Put your wallets <laughs> and your watches in the bags. The, yeah, the exactly. men in red are coming around. Yeah, they're they're the worst terrorists ever. They're the worst terrorists ever. Um, <laughs> you know, if if you are if you are a connoisseur of the male gaze in cinema, 
Uh, City Hunter has got you. Yes. It is. It, it's funny because it takes a lot of the tropes that you see in these early Jackie Chan films. Mm-hmm. Uh, like um, uh, Operation Condor mm-hmm. or um, Rumble in the Bronx. Right. Both so excellent that, films. Yes. And it kind of like puts them on steroids yes it it takes a lot of action movie tropes and and turns it up to 11 it's almost a spoof of action films and a spoof of martial arts films too i think if it was done better maybe even if it was just dubbed better Mm -hmm. um or if you had the option of watching it in cantonese and um and with subtitles i think it would have been a lot better of a film uh, I think you might be right. I think just the fact that the 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 sub or the dub is so bad that it 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 just takes away so much mm-hmm. from the film that it makes it almost unwatchable. Right, and and just to be clear, we did not have the option of watching this subtitled. No, because I totally I, I I would have watched it subtitled. Mm-hmm. Oh I mean, yeah, that's just like it's how I roll, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's nothing like reading a movie. Well, you know, <laughs> but you get like the you get the rhythm and the tone better right. of the film. Mm-hmm. And here's the other thing: if you watched it with subtitles, the subtitles that they have for this film are subtitles of the English dub, not subtitles of the of the Cantonese soundtrack. Right. So it's more of a captioning. Yes. They call them dub titles. So I just have a feeling that just this movie was so obscure. And it is, so it is. and 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 so like just meaningless outside of its release uh that nobody had bothered to mm-hmm. put anything into um bringing it over to to the west. Now I may actually own this film now that I'm thinking about it. Um, it's it's one of those things that you you find at the you know they they have the little kiosks at the mall. I'm, I'm going to assume all... it came packaged with seven other um, uh, action flicks. No, from the... but it was pretty cheap. Either that or I rented it from Blockbuster because after Rumble in the Bronx, there was this like huge influx of uh, Jackie Chan films. Uh, coming into you know video stores and things like that back when there were video stores, um, and either I bought it at one of those little kiosks that has the Hong Kong cinema imports, uh, or I rented it from Blockbuster. I don't know. I may have this movie around the house somewhere. It uh, it would be interesting to know whether or not um, a DVD it, it, release has a can yeah it has like a sub to it and and a good sub as opposed to like let me put it this way the the dub is so poor that it could very well be a completely different movie mm-hmm. yes yes you could uh this is mystery science theater 3000 level stuff however i will say that given the strange tone of this movie jackie chan and all the other actors get to do one of the things that they do best, and that's clown work. Uh, this movie is 
just absolutely filled with Jackie Chan doing his best physical comedy that we've that we've seen. I mean, from beginning to end, all of it is just it's not it's filled with the signature Jackie Chan fight scenes, yes. But well, yeah, they're funny though. They're yeah. not they're not serious kung fu scenes. They're they're played right. for laughs. Right. There are a lot of them are played for laughs, but it's still that that uh, Jackie Chan style. And and the style of Jackie Chan um, since you know he was went off kind of on his own and he got away from that uh, shoot, I forget what his original contract was when he was doing things like Snake and Eagle Shadow and stuff like that. Uh, and started doing like his own fight choreography, his own stunt work and stuff like that. Um, that yeah, it's the it's the comedic clowns uh, fight scenes. Um, you know, there are, there are a lot of scenes where something absolutely ridiculous happens, and then Jackie just strikes this like. I'm so cool. Pose. Yes, he, he de- definitely a lot of uh, straightening his hair. Right, and how they, and they they integrate the theme into it because you know it's like he gets his ass kicked and then he pops up and he's like straightens his coat and he goes City Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and there's there's definitely a lot of um, picking up chairs. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a lot of. Yeah, just a lot of u- the use of what's laying around, which is also something that Jackie Chan excels at mm-hmm. in his in his uh, fight choreography. Very um, creative stuff. Yeah. Now, there's also the elephant in the room. Yes. <laughs> which is the live action remake or reenactment of Street Fighter. What are you talking about? That was one of the best portrayals <laughs> of uh, Chun Li on screen. Ever. So I showed that to Logan and his buddy who were over while I was watching it. I was like, you guys got to see this. And they're like, is that Street Fighter? And I'm like, yeah. And they, I didn't tell them it was a Jackie Chan film. And they're just watching it. And then he comes out in drag at the end of the flight. And they're looking at it. And I'm like, you know, that's Jackie Chan. And they're like, jaw drop. <laughs> There's no way that's Jackie Chan. No, look oh, at her. That's absolutely it's Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. There's a there's another police story film, I believe. Uh, it's do, it called in America Super Cop Two, uh, with another actor in the main role. But Jackie Chan makes a guest appearance in that, and he is also dressed as an an old woman in that scene. So you know, this is not the first time we've ever seen Jackie Chan. Uh, Dressing gender fluid, <laughs> but but that also goes into um, his talents as a clown. Yeah, it's definitely played for laughs. I mean, you don't do a live action two D fight, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, straight right. like that. No, well, I mean you can, but why yeah. would you? We called it Street Fighter the movie, and it sucked. <laughs> that was with Dolph Lundgren, right? Eh? Uh, no, that was Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, right, the other one. And it was Raul Julia's final performance, and he hammed it up. Yeah, um, I mean, what else were you going to do? Well, yeah, I mean, he put... Raul Julia was a consummate professional, and he put 110% into every role he took. And it's just so funny 
seeing him, you know, being, I am Raul, I'm Raul Julia, man. I'm having the time of my life, you know, in this costume. And everybody else is just kind of sleepwalking through it. And, you know, and we're talking about a guy who was on the brink of death to the point where uh, some of the people on set say he was just kind of like almost comatose in his chair in between takes. And they would say, Mr. Julia, you're up. And he would spring out of his chair like he just like was born again and then would hop on set and do his part. And it's kind of a shame that uh, he never got to work with Jackie Chan. That would have been funny. Street Fighter 2. Street Fighter 2 with Jackie Chan. Yeah, so they they took... I, I guess it would be the film equivalent of Sprites. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would take stills of, of these guys and spin them around and have them do, you know, repetitive actions. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was... As an homage to Street Fighter, it was well done. Yes. Yeah, I mean, they used the original... They used the SNES version of the music, I believe. So, if you've ever played Super Nintendo Street Fighter. There you go. Mm-hmm. The only thing they did, they changed the name of um, yeah. Honda to Hyundai. Yeah. Because uh, um, Jackie's... Um, He's a Mitsubishi his, his, spokesperson. Yeah, his, his merchandising rights. That's right. They don't want him to... Honda's a rival company. Right. <laughs> and it was the first character he played. He played his two Street Fighter characters. Yes. Um, there's also a, a bizarre song and dance number, like, right yeah. like, at the halfway point of the film. Yes. That, that makes no sense in the context. Yeah, it almost, like, harkens back to, like, films from the 40s, where you would have, like, just a, a stage performance in the middle of a film mm-hmm. because the characters walk into a, a you know, a, a nightclub or something. Right. And the main characters aren't even in the nightclub. Uh, City Hunter's like down in the below decks in the ship. While we have the the secondary characters of the uh, uh, Chinese cops. Yeah, who kind of arrived just out of the blue. Right. Right. They, They introduced them as, you know, it's like, oh, you know, it's another couple of pretty ladies for Jackie Chan's character to drool over. Uh, and they turn out to be cops. And uh, the one cop is very serious. And the other cop is kind of goofy. And the serious cop has a suitcase full of guns. Yes. <laughs> but it, it was... It, it was a little frustrating to watch that. Mainly because they really appeared out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, you had this whole... Uh, thing happening in the beginning mm-hmm. that kind of ended right so originally he's hired to find this uh, Japanese businessman's daughter right. who, ran, who ran away mm-hmm. um, so he does that and she gets away right coincidentally she gets away by stealing this guy's clothes in, you know, the Hong Kong equivalent of the Gap. Right. 
Um, and he had a a ticket to go on this cruise ship. Mm-hmm. Jackie Chan does not follow her to the cruise ship. He stows away because he's keeping an eye on um, his his niece or whatever. His his ex partner's yeah da- who, sister. Yeah. Who we go through this weird opening sequence like don't seduce her and she's like nine yeah when we first meet her and then you know she kind of grows up before our eyes literally it's a little squiggy yeah and you know by and large you know jackie chan keeps the promise by for the most part and and you know he treats her as if she's like a, a roommate or just a friend or something like right. that. <clears throat> Although so they it's follow kind of the, reluctantly, right? It's kind of reluctant on his part, but they also kind of follow the trope where, you know, she's in love with him and you know, and he's just a, away and he's a dog, and he's a dog. He I, definitely a dog. Uh, I did like the running joke about how he could never... He's on this huge, fancy cruise ship and can never get anything to eat. Yes, that was weird, too. That he's just hungry. See, I'm, I'm wondering how much of like these like little weird bits are things that are running jokes in the manga mm-hmm. that um, anyone who reads the manga would, would get as an Easter egg. Mm-hmm. But if you haven't... They make absolutely no sense. Well, I imagine I imagine the womanizing is is probably a central figure of the character. Um, I think the posing is probably uh, you know homage to the the manga panels. Right. Well, no, I'm thinking specifically of like uh, not the, being able to get something to eat. It just like stuff that really doesn't make any sense. I right. mean, I guess it's a running joke, but it's being being not really throughout the whole adventure. It's not really explained and it's not really a right good joke right nothing's explained <laughs> nothing is explained to us it just kind of everything happens you know we we find out that there are terrorists on the boat and then we find meet the terrorists and that's it it, it really just goes to show that most adaptations of comic books suck mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah well i mean even this i mean there was a lot to work with that could have made this movie really great and and like you say i think the dubbing has a lot to do with it yeah it, it, it's it's so bad yeah definitely but uh otherwise i mean it's it's it is what it is i mean if you're looking for like mindless entertainment um and and some great clowning watch this film if you're if you're looking for Fantastic stunt work that Jackie Chan's known for. If you're looking for, you know, the complicated fight choreography, this is not really your film. Yeah, go watch Police Story. Go watch Police Story. <laughs> go watch Operation Condor, First Strike, Legend of Drunken Master. Yeah. You know, any I mean, even even uh, Shanghai Noon um, is is a better use of Jackie Chan than, than this film. Right. Now, I mean... It's weird because I'm not as familiar with Hong Kong cinema as you are. Mm-hmm. But you got to think that, you know, we get a lot of, of the, you know, action films mm-hmm. here. But it's, there's got to be more. 
Well, and, yeah. And just kung fu movies coming out of China. I mean, does China really have an appetite only for kung fu movies? Well, we get a <laughs> lot of the action films. There are a lot of dramas. Um, you know, there there's even a remake of the Mel Gibson film What Women Want, uh, with uh, an actor named Andy Lau, who is you know, fantastic leading man in other films I've seen him in. But I, I'm just saying that maybe. This was an attempt for Jackie Chan to branch out of, you know, strict, just strict action or even strict comedy action films. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, there was action, but it wasn't really wasn't central like it is in most of the films that you you think of Jackie Chan. Maybe it was an attempt to, like, broaden him or as, as a comedic actor or whatever. Or maybe it was just a contractual obligation. That's also a possibility. Uh, because he, I mean, he has branched out. Uh, there's, he did do a romantic comedy. Um, can't remember the name of it. Tuxedo? Uh, no, that's not it. <laughs> um, Tuxedo was kind it. of a romantic comedy with, with Jackie Chan kicking mm. ass in it. Right. But, uh, nope. It was a different one. I think uh, the foreigner is is more of a dram- dramatic action film than he has been. Now he has had roles in things where he doesn't like lift a finger, and you know he is, um, you know, he just plays a guy. Mm-hmm. But yeah. definitely later, more you know, more modern films, right? Because his body is so racked from doing all those action films. Early in his career, you know, breaking his neck in Project A. He dislocated his shoulder in this one. Right. But what I'm saying is that, you know, he definitely has the chops, I guess, as just an actor mm-hmm. instead of a, an action hero to, to do other stuff. Um, who was telling me yesterday, my buddy of mine was telling me yesterday because we were talking about. Um, Jackie Chan, that he's an international pop star. Yep, yep. He's uh, recorded a number of albums. He's well. He came out of that uh, that uh, Beijing Opera, the Peking Opera. Right. Um, that that school of tradition where yes, uh, you know, it's part clown school, part you know Shakespearean stage acting and and musical theater all wrapped into one, and he. You know that's where that's where he came out of, and and a lot of the folks that work with him in his films have have the same background. Right. Well, you see a lot of the same people in his films and in other other um, productions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, his, a lot of those guys are the, the the Jackie Chan stunt team. Right. And and he puts them in there because that's people he's worked with for years. And if you're going to do a complicated action sequence, uh, might as well be people that you're familiar with. And trust, right? And trust, yes. Especially somebody who's going to be swinging a stick at your head. You want to be able to trust that guy. (laughs) Or girl. (laughs) Or especially if that stick's going to be on fire when they do it for real. (laughs) It's weird. The, The best part... Well, not the best part, but an interesting part of a lot of Jackie Chan films are the end credits where they show the bloopers from stunts. Mm-hmm. And 
he makes it look so effortless, uh, you know, with the final take that you don't even realize half the time that it is a choreographed stunt mm-hmm. until you see the blooper reel of him like getting up out of a chair <laughs> that, right. he, that that he like fell into. Right, or or action. they or they're doing like the narrow close up shot of just the two of them boxing, and then they pull back, and he's got like a whole cast on his leg. <laughs> Right. Like that's why they're shooting it at this angle because they don't want to get the they don't want to reveal his injuries. Or he's or, or, or they're shooting him from one side and he turns and he's got a black eye when he faces the camera. Yeah, and and sometimes you, you see that stuff um just in the final shot because you can't Right. Can't um, not see it. Like um in, in I wanna say Rumble in the Bronx where he had the shoe. Mm-hmm. He had a cast that was painted like a shoe. Um, in fact, the, the, when he did the stunt where he was behind the boat in Rumble in the Bronx and he was doing the barefoot water skiing thing, yeah, uh, that was before they painted the cast and you can actually see the cast on his foot. He's doing, he's doing the skiing over the water with the cast on. See, so So it's, it's funny because I guess every, everybody has like a shitty film, Mm -hmm. right? Everybody has made this except for Bruce Campbell. Everybody's made a shitty film, and this is Jackie Chan. Right, you know Bruce, Bruce Campbell will admit that like ninety percent of his films are shitty. Right, that's true. He's the king of shitty films. <laughs> so th- this is the one, and and like you said, it, maybe it was a contractual obligation. Maybe it was him trying to branch out into more pure comedy than just physical fighting comedy. Um, who knows, obviously you had said that Jackie Chan, um, while not disavowing the film, but this is one of his least favorite films he's made. I think it is the least the favorite least. film. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, it's unfortunate, it does not make me want to go and uh, read City Hunter. No. And usually if I see something and I find out it's based on a comic book, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Right. Right. But not this. Yeah. All right. So that does it for City Hunter, Jackie Chan Woo! movie from 1993. Um, yeah. If you're looking to fill your time, if you're a Jackie Chan completist, you got to see this movie. Well, if you're a Jackie Chan completist, you probably bought a DVD copy in like some shady kiosk. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Um, or stole one from a blockbuster. Yeah. Um, otherwise, you know, there's there's so much more Jackie Chan content that is just better. Yeah, it, it's true. And uh, yep. Yeah, so there there you have it. Uh, check it out or don't. Sometimes just remember we watch the bad movies so you don't have to. Yes. And until next time, keep thirty. Keep thirty luck points. And that's it. Oh, right on. There's there's fewer buttons to push. Wow.